This episode of the CZ Media Podcast is brought to you by Rancho Bravo Tacos. They have two convenient locations, Capitol Hill and Wallingford. I love going to Capitol Hill. I'll go order my food, whether it be tacos, burritos, or tamal. I love their tamales. They're fantastic. And then I'll go sit on the patio, enjoy my meal, and then wait for something interesting to happen. And given that it's Capitol Hill, something interesting always happens. If you don't have time to go to either location, you can always order through your favorite food ordering app, Uber Eats, Caviar, or Chow Now. They make it really easy to get all of your favorite items. So next time you're craving some delicious Mexican food, stop in or order. You'll be glad you did. to the CZ Media Podcast. I believe it's show 44. That's I, kind of a lot. Yeah. Seems like you've been doing this for a while. <laughs> you know, it it, it, it it was a rough start. And like anything, consistency is the hardest part. Yeah. But I've uh, I've built up a good little uh, a good little workflow to get these show done. So now you have it on control, I guess. You know, well, yeah, I mean, it's uh, I I work to get people on. So I'm always bugging people. <laughs> so this is the question. Are you good about doing the podcast? Or are you good about bugging people, though? Well, I, th- I think it's both. OK, it needs to be both. I mean, how much how many times did I bug you? I uh, do. But, you know, <laughs> things happen. Yeah, I think. But, you know, I'm here. So that's good. That's the you know, I. You know, one of the messages I said, como molesto. Like, <laughs> like I do bother a lot. But you, I mean, uh, is that's like the name of the game, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. The squeak, what is it? The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah. I mean, if you persist in that, it's going to happen. It's like you though. can't be a prick about it. You no. can't be a jerk. You can't be overbearing. But like I space I think them you, out. I think you're smart because you, you will send a, a text or whatever, but it, then you disappear for a little bit. Yeah. And then you sneak in again <laughs> and like, hey, remember we have this going on. And then you fade out. It's just like your technique. You fade out. So it doesn't seem like you bugging people. And then you make them feel bad. Because then, like, oh, no. yeah, then you're like, okay, <laughs> let's plan to meet this day, which you did on, on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And I couldn't come. Because I did have a huge hangover that day. <laughs> That's what it was. I knew you knew it. Oh, of course. Because you were like, yeah, that happens on. If a- anyone is, uh, if anyone is under the weather, weather on uh, on Sunday, it's because they had a rough Saturday night. I know. I was trying to be kind of like hiding it, but then you were like, yeah, it's normal that people feel sick on Sunday, something like that. And I'm yeah. like, okay, this douche already know that <laughs> that I party hard the day before, so that's why I feel bad, and now I'm here. So, um, in uh, full disclosure here. Uh-huh. When you confirmed for today, yes, I was on the couch near death <laughs> Hangover? because I had a tough, uh, <laughs> a tough night yesterday. Tuesday night, 
<laughs> well, that's money. Last time I didn't came because I didn't want to like do this hangover, but now you were doing this hangover. You know, yeah. So, so it was meant to be to it one was, of us to be hangover. Okay, I wasn't. I may be exaggerating a, a little bit, but I woke up this morning not feeling super great. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. A, I was hanging out with a friend yesterday, so I kind of started um, early at like one. Okay, like one p.m. yesterday. Yeah. Damn. And then, uh, how, and then how, how late was it? It wasn't late, but there was a lot crammed in. Do you mean a lot of drinks crammed in? Yeah. Okay. Sound like a fun night, dude. Well, <laughs> well. So from one to about three, I was with uh, with with my friend Cody. Okay. And then I did then I did real work from three to about six. Okay. And then I started again with Cody then, again. No, just by myself. <laughs> Is that sad? Yeah. I was going to say, like, man, I want to hang out with Cody. But then oh, it sounds awesome. like you're the party guy. Because Cody went, went well, she, keep it yeah. cool. I mean, she has a kid, so she had to go tend okay. to her kid. Okay. But then I started again by myself. And then a friend of mine said, me and my girlfriend are going to go do, are going to go to Baja Bistro. Okay. And I'm like, I'm in. I didn't even invite. <laughs> I didn't even say, hey, can I, you know, yeah. come with a wait for her to invite. Yeah. I just So said, you were I'm like in. the third wheeler right, right away. Yeah. Okay. So, so she's like, okay, we're gonna be there at eight. I was at Baja Bistro like at seven thirty. You doing the pre drinks before they even show up? Yeah, I was already a few. <laughs> I was already a few in when they got there. She was lit. <laughs> like it wasn't. It wasn't crazy. Okay. Um. But, uh, but yeah, they they accumulated, and then I had a that we came home, went to sleep. I've been. This you is drinking out a bottle before you went to sleep, um, just to have a good night's sleep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. drink some more, but so I my sleep pattern is all weird. Mm-hmm. Lately, I typically don't go to sleep until like three or four. Are you kidding me, dude? Yeah. Oh man, I've been there, but I try. I try to go to sleep before twelve. I th- you know, if it's a work day, this is. I'm conflicted because I should be do because I'm pretty alert awake okay. at midnight mm-hmm. at one. Mm-hmm. Like I should be doing something productive. Mm-hmm. I, should, I should be, you know, conceiving of things to do. Yeah. Uh, working on projects. Yeah. Doing stuff like that. But no, you know what I'm doing? Drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but partly. Cheers for that, brother. Cheers for that. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> partly. I'm on a Walking Dead kick at the moment. So you've been watching? I watched Walking Dead when it first started. So how long? I don't know. Was it seven, eight years ago? Okay. And I think I've seen, I saw about four or five seasons. But the new season, season 10. Okay. Actually, it came out within the last couple of weeks. Is that like on Netflix? It's on FX. Okay. Well, the... When it's because it's still on now. Okay, so, so you're you, watching like the new ones coming out. No, no, I went back. So I'm sorry. Yes to Netflix. No, but I thought, I thought that I could just pick up on season five okay. where I left off. You know, two years ago. Okay, but I tried to, and I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know who was doing what, where they were, why they were there, mm-hmm. what had happened. So then I'm like, okay, what do I do? Like I had, I thought about this. I didn't make this decision lightly. Well, this happened after you went party like crazy. No, this... Well... Oh, you already thought about it before? No, before. Okay, okay. Like, 
I invested brain power. Maybe well, this smart is the brain sad power. You invested on this quality, <laughs> quality brain power on this quality time. Okay. About two weeks ago, about two weeks ago, I said, you know what? I'm just gonna start from the beginning, and then just blaze through nine seasons that are on Netflix. Yes. And then maybe I can catch up so that I can start watching them live on TV now. Okay. So over the past two or three weeks, I've seen, let's see, I need to bring up my, I can't do math in my head. This is, this is slightly. And pathetic. how long are this? Like they're, they're like 50 minutes. Okay. So it's almost an hour. There's 16 episodes per season. Mm-hmm. I've seen 144 in two weeks? In two or three weeks. You're kidding me, dude. But it all happens like between nine. Yeah. Nine, <laughs> ten maybe, because I don't I don't start watching them again until uh, Lori goes goes to sleep till like three or four. OK. And then uh, maybe one or two during the day as I'm doing stuff like just have it on. Dude, that's serious. <laughs> like, I thought, and I feel bad. Like, you know when people come and tell you, like, oh, you should watch Stranger Things. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I try to avoid that because it's like, oh, man, like, they're designed in a way that you get addicted to it. Like, yeah. you want to see it, like, <clears throat> continuously. And then you feel right. like, okay, I, wait, I see an hour. All right, I can do two hours. And you go two hours, like, oh, man, I finished so good. Yeah. Let's do three hours. And then, like, then you do three hours, and then you feel, like, super tired the next day and you have to go to work you're like and it's like what did i do yeah why like, i did what three did I hours okay life? today i'm gonna only watch i could have gone to the gym yeah oh yeah exactly <laughs> but i thought i was like no and and you know stranger things are not that many i think they're like eight and that's it you know but you you're you're like going and watch been watching at nighttime and then you do it also in the mid of the day that's some serious work right there it, well let me uh def- well let me make myself sound not so pathetic for a second. <laughs> because I do have it on as I'm doing other stuff. Like, okay. Because you don't have to pay attention all the time. Because you already watch it in a way. Because, well, I watched half of it. In a way. So basically the first five or six seasons, uh-huh. I really blazed through them because I had seen most of it. So I'm like, okay. Like as soon as they start fighting the zombies, yeah, I skip through all of that because that's usually 10 minutes of them just fighting zombies. And it's like, I don't need to watch all of that. But when like stuff happens, like when some when one of the major character dies or they meet new people or they have to do some decision, then I'll 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 watch that because you sort of have to know what's going on. So then when you see like the characters like talking, you were like, stop and watch if they're talking about something that they're going to do. Yes. But if they're just doing exposition for exposition sake. Yeah. Then no, I don't care about that. And there's there are a lot of episodes that don't mean anything. Okay. Um, but how do you know if this is like the first time you're watching it? Though? Oh, you can tell from the beginning. So you really know this series. Well, well, now I do. But like if if they introduce a new character, and then two episodes later mm-hmm. they start the episode with the backstory of that character, um, like I don't care too much about that. Okay. Because it's just a little bit of backstory. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have. So it's to almost pay. like it gets repetitive in the beginning. Yeah, and like you kind of know what happened attention. in the last episode. Right. Okay. You don't have to really pay attention to that uh, to move forward. So, like, take away all of that stuff. Take away all of the zombie fighting scenes and all of those, you know, just talking stuff. Yeah. Like only maybe half of it is actually relevant to you. 
to know what's going on. Okay. To be able to be informed to to keep going. Yeah, to uh, keep going. To follow the story. Yeah. Okay. So it's not a hundred percent focused. <laughs> it's not a hundred. <laughs> no, he's not a hundred percent. When not he 100%. does a hundred percent focus and <laughs> this, he will spend the whole day watching each episode, right? I know that sounds so bad. Yeah. So I'm almost done to catch up and watch them on TV. I'm glad. <laughs> but good, good for you. <laughs> I don't, you know, so this is another funny thing is that my one of my really good buddies who's in uh, in Phoenix, Peter. He loved The Walking Dead and he's been watching it forever since okay. the beginning. And when something happens, I text him. I'm like, you know, Carl died. It's like, oh, Carol's a beast. And then the other day he laughed at me and he's like, you are live streaming to me a show that is about 10 years old. Why are you doing that? <laughs> it's like, come on, you should have been doing this, you know, years and years ago. But I have a habit of that. So I'm going back watching Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. um, what it did, does to you, because like Walking Dead has like this big, huge fan base. Like I, yeah. I don't follow it, but I'm like, and it's weird because I study film, but I try not to follow those stuff because I know I will be addicted to it. Yeah, kind of like you, maybe not as hardcore like you, but <laughs> but what do you think it is? What's the kick for you though? Well, I don't know. Just fun yeah. entertainment. There's, I mean, you're not going to get any deep answers from me. Do you believe in <laughs> zombies, though? Uh, no, no, I do love horror. You know what is what's interesting, and it's so. This is what what's interesting is how they're so eager to kill people uh -huh. when they're fighting, but when they actually have to think about killing someone. They usually don't. I think that that's an interesting concept of the show. So when they're like uh, when uh, two different groups of people alive, okay, when they meet and they have conflict and they fight each other, there's full on gun battles, right? Mm -hmm. They're like shooting themselves with machine guns and lots of people die. <laughs> but if they capture one of them who deserves to die. It extends like you want him to die or her to die, yeah. but it's just like they never. It's die. like they don't. They don't take the opportunity to kill who's actually responsible. Yeah, because then they have all of this conflict, this emotional conflict, this uh, or conflict of conscience. Yeah, it's like why? And you wonder. Yeah, like like, it's like why? Like just kill him. You just kill twenty people. Why can you kill that exactly? One? Like yeah. what's the what's the difference here? <laughs> That's just to make you guys stressed. <laughs> That's just to make the fans not sleep. I mean, I you, you see how this is going right now. So just, but then I think to myself, oh my goodness! Like, then you start thinking, if this were to actually be real, like if this were to actually happen, we would all be dead. Well, no, but what kind of person would you be? <clears throat> like, if zombies are out there. Like, if there was any sort of major epidemic that caused that type of new world. Okay. Like, what type of person would you be? Would you be the person that would? Be a warlord, okay. And just rule by fear, okay. Or would you try to build peace by by peace? Okay, you know what? I think. I mean, I can make a joke out of it, but one time we did this thing where because I used to work in news, and then they make me do this training. What will happen if they kidnap you? Right? Oh. Which yeah. So so they do kind of like a, a, a real deal situation where you really get kidnapped. Holy cow. Yeah. Which by you, you kind of know you're going to get kidnapped, but they send you to this house in Georgia 
and you just don't know when it's going to happen. So you go to sleep and you kind of wonder, okay, somebody's going to bust the door or whatever. It's so freaking. Like Georgia, you mean? It's like the, the country Georgia? Yeah, the country. No, the no, state and, Georgia. No, a state Georgia. But you're in the middle of nowhere. So you can say state or country Georgia because it's both the same. But <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but no, so it's like the stress you go, even though you know they're not going to kill you because this is a, like a reenactment, right? Yeah. But it was so serious that like you couldn't. Oh, even, I see. So they train you for this. Is what they you're train saying. you what to and do. And the training for. was in Georgia. Yes. Uh, understood. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, but the thing is that they need to know what is your reaction. Yeah. Before the whole training, so they they put and it's bizarre. And how, you went through this. Yes. Did you pee or crap your pants first? Both. No. I, <laughs> <laughs> no. I remember like when I was going to sleep, I was like, damn, like do they pay me enough for this kind of stuff? That is but, crazy. Yeah, it was crazy because like I was like, here I am spending the weekend, and you just wondering when I'm gonna get kidnapped and how rough they're gonna be and how yeah. they're gonna do it. And well, then, they, I mean, I mean they're gonna yeah, but so they put like they cover your heads right, like so. You, they put like this bag on your head. Yeah. And quit, could you fight back? No, because the guys, you know, they, they, no, no, I didn't fight back. Like, I just like, okay, I'm supposed to get kidnapped no matter yeah. what. But it, it, it was freaky. They cover yeah. your head. And then there was times that you had to do stuff. And then it was bizarre to see how everybody kind of got a different role. Yeah. And not doing it because they thought they wanted to do it. And then with that being said, uh, sorry that I got all over the place, but with that being said, my role was, bizarrely enough, was like, grab everybody that was worth to do something yeah. and let's get the fuck out of here. Right. There was other people, the role was, oh, let's try to help this people, whatever. I oh. was I was looking at more of like, dude, if we do this, we're going to get killed. Oh, they're going to throw a bomb on us or whatever. Yeah. So there was people that were like caring more. There was people that were like, we need to figure out how we get the fuck out of here. And then there was people that were just like shocked and they couldn't do nothing. Hmm. So I thought... Okay, maybe I'm more like the caregiver, but the guy said you need all of them because you need somebody that's be like, fuck that, that dude is dead. We're not going to carry his body. We got to get the hell out of here. So, you know what I mean? Like, either that or we're all dead. Like, who wants to come with me or not? So, it worked, but I never knew the role. So, I guess, like, when you say the whole zombie thing, you just have to be in the situation to figure out who you're going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, how did it go? What did you do? Uh, I ended up, like, yelling at... A lady that was actually my executive producer at the time, so aka my boss. <laughs> I tell you, you're fucking going with me or you're not. And she was like, she was. It was funny because she, those moments, she's just like, oh, this is not Jose. This is a guy really yelling at me. Yeah. And I was the same way. Like, this is not my boss. This is just a chick that she's making so drama. Did she follow you? Oh, she did. And I was like, well, if you want to stay, stay. And then who wants to come? And then like six of them came with me and we had to cross a river and she was like, I'm out. I'm going like with an this actual guy. river. Yeah. No, the, all, the whole thing is real. Holy like the smokes. whole thing is real. Like they dump you in the middle of nowhere. They they tie you up in trees. It's weird, dude. Yeah. And they hire this crew from England to do this. So it's not even like Americans doing this. Wowzers. Yeah. They really went hardcore on this. Like I was like, wow. So you really feel it. Like you really. So you get wet, you get cuts and stuff because you're like freaking out for real. Yeah. So. So yeah. who who has to go through this training? Well, if you at the time I was working for a very like uh, it was a network of news and then mm -hmm. uh there was a lot of war zones going on, Syria being one of them and yeah. then other places that they were they knew. So they really if you're going to go to a war zone, you kind of have to go through this. So like from the cameraman to everybody, that cameraman, producer, staff. reporter, yeah, everybody had to go through it. I've yeah. never thought about that before. Yeah. But it's good because they they, they kind of teach you what to look for. Yeah. And they kind of kind of like 
brainwire you that when you walk into a place, for instance, like when you walk into somebody's house first, you normally walk in and then you say hi to whoever lives there, whatever, like stuff like that, normal stuff. Yeah, like I'm here, like you go to a mall, you yeah. walk in. Well, they they brain you to like when you walk in, you already figure out multiple ways to get out. Sure. Because if you're in a war zone, that's what you need to do. Yeah. And then they also train you to see signs of like people and how they react. And then like if they have a gun, they even teach you like when a gun is actually like unlocked or not. And I never really played with guns before. Yeah. So they really go on all these details that that is bonkers. I know. Like I was like, man, I just. I just want to shoot a story. Did like, you what? ever? Where have did, have you been abroad for for news? I've been abroad for news. Have not been in a dangerous situation. Mm. Like one was Africa was was the bad, but now like no, I got a mm. lot of colleagues that they did. So yeah. I guess our listeners right now are gonna be like, "Who the heck are you talking to? Are you talking? Are you talking to Anderson Cooper, a new rapper?" <laughs> <laughs> I am talking to Extreme Jose. Yeah. What's your last name? Cedeño. Cedeño. Yeah. I should have known that. Yeah. But Jose is, uh, well, Jose is extreme and he's awesome. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, right now I'm working for Evening Magazine, which is kind of like a more chill show. There's no, they didn't send you out on this potential hostage recreation training? They, no, they don't <laughs> do that. But um, in case someone in Fremont gets a little yeah, crazy. Yeah, somebody like complain about <laughs> you didn't talk well about their wine. Yeah. <laughs> But but with that being said, like the reason why they call me Extreme Jose because like normally the stories that I do is stories that nobody wants to do it because like for instance like for Humane Society they hang me from a building and it was like a, yeah so it's thirty something floors and you're yeah, hanging there yeah I, I, no it's painful dude and like I was that was like the most scary day of my life like I don't like heights and and hanging there for like almost an hour yeah hanging and why the, is it an hour well because like I was slow coming down. And so you and oh, they, you had to repel down. You repelling down, and is is your speed, and then they just say bye, and you're done, <laughs> and then you have to make it all the way down. And like, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's people do it quicker, but that was like, I, you I didn't t- pretend you were Tom Cruise and Ghost Protocol, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol. No, dude, like, like run sideways and jump. Well, actually, the wind push you. The oh. wind pushes like sideways, so it's like scary, dude. Because like, oh man, like, that is extreme. Yeah, it is like yeah, like that. So. Most of the stuff that I do for them is just like that. Like I'm doing the sailing trip. That's like clipper around the world, which now I have to go and meet the boat in Australia. And that's going to be crazy because our skipper, which skipper in the sailing world is like the captain of the boat, right? Yeah. Well, he went overboard on the first leg and they took, this is like the big oceans. You imagine big ass waves and nighttime. And if you're gone for 30 minutes, you're dead. Because you're frozen. You're, right? Yeah, you die yeah. quickly. And then the boats can't really find you. It's hard. So the guy who's like in charge of the whole thing, he went overboard and they found him 20 minutes later. So he was 10 minutes for that. Yikes. Yes. So this is where and I'm. you're on the boat for this? I'm on the boat for this. Like, Were you like. In, uh, no, I did the training. I'm going to do the real thing in December. So it's like. I do those kind of stories. So no, but as they were looking for him, what were you doing? No, no, no. Because like what happened was when I did the building thing, I ended up injuring my spine. Oh. So doctors say like you can't start with them. So they started in August uh, leaving London. And they say, okay, you can join them when they do Lake 4, which is in Australia. Oh, okay. So gotcha. doctors say like, listen, if you want to do this, let's wait a couple months. Yeah. So that's why I was not in the boat. 
Okay. But like, yeah, because I ended up injuring, being on the, hanging on the building. Holy cow. For being, and yeah. So it's just like all this stuff. Like, and I like. How did you get, how did, uh, who did you pitch this idea to? <laughs> to my, uh, to Lindsay. She's, uh. She, You're like, listen. Yeah. You need a brown dude mm-hmm. to be hanging off buildings, mm-hmm. going onto the ocean. Oh, no, no. The hanging on buildings was actually the Humane Society. They was like, <laughs> hey, like, we know how extreme Jose likes to do. Uh, oh, so the Humane Society pitched that idea too. Yeah. To no, what 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 if we hang out Jose from a building? There's 34, 34 floors and we can promote that to help animals. Right. So it sounds good on paper though. Like it's like, well, you know what? Like if I'm gonna do something <laughs> stupid and it's gonna help dogs well, and if cats. You don't, yeah. If you don't do it, that means you hate animals. Yeah, I'm a douche. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure they're gonna be like Oh wow, we pitched this to Jose and like he was scared for the first time to do something. So I I hate heights, but it's like come on, it's like, it's about helping dogs and cats. I'm down until I went up there and saw that thing. Yeah, and you're like, oh man, what did I sign myself for? How yeah. long did it take you to agree to this? I agreed right did you away. Think about it. I don't think about that kind of stuff. You just like I'm doing. I'm it. just like bomb. I'm gonna sell this idea. I'm gonna pitch it right because my my boss freaks out a little bit because obviously I'm working and she she's like ah That's but I always try to workman's comp case yeah so but I always try to sell it like really nice it's like hey you know it's about helping dogs and and they want me to be part of it and I'm just gonna be hanging in a building. Don't say the numbers of the floors. Yeah, yeah. So she, she's like, "Yeah, that's cool. Do it." And I was like, "All right." But then when that Saturday came around, I was like, ah, "I think they're just trying to say it to scare me." That it's right. like, yeah. I was like, and then I'm driving to it, and I'm looking. You know, like when you're driving to the address they give you. Yeah. And you're looking up. <laughs> and up and up and up and like, <laughs> damn, it is real, dude. Like it's 34 floors. That's so yeah. a lot of floors. Yeah. It is. Yeah. The That's view is 350 gr- feet or oh, so. I don't know how much it is, but I'm telling you, I lost a lot of weight coming down there, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you hurt yourself. Yes. I think actually the doctors think that it was the position. That's what I ended up. But, well, they think I got a because it's hard because like I already have like my knees. Certainly, I, I do snowboarding. I used yeah. to do skateboarding before I I did the trials for the X Games and I, now Ooh. I cover the X Games. So I've been doing stupid stuff for so long. Like, I, um, you know who Travis Pastrana is? No. He's a, he's a sick dude. He's a legend. He's from Nitro Citrus. When he came, he made okay. me drop in one of their big ramps, and I just smashed in the floor. Like, it just we all knew it was going to happen. It was with rollerblades and just smashing the floor. So Was that on air? Yeah. That I need to air. see that. Yeah. Oh, I'll send you the link. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I never have a video that went viral. He posted that that same day, and it got, like, almost a million hits on his Instagram. Oh, and yeah, so it's like wow. And the one video that looked like stupid as hell is the video that people seen the most. So it's hard to pinpoint where I got hit or where it was. But the doctors believe that I probably got hit somewhere before, and then the position that I have in the building made it worse. And the, the tension and yes, the well, the duration because yeah, said the you were duration and the awkward spot and the, the the spine was weird. So they think that made it worse. How many I, dogs and cats do you think you saved? I would say uh, I hope maybe half a million. I hope a lot, man. <laughs> I hope a lot because if I didn't save a lot and I get that same phone call next year, I'm going to think about it big time. <laughs> next year, they're going to want you to get into a cannon. A, a cannon. No, yeah, they would be like, Jose, they're that gonna was. going to shoot you out of a cannon. Jose, that was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> let's, do, let's do something more extreme. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're gonna shoot you across like like Lake Wash Lake Lake Washington. Yeah, with no helmet. Yeah, from <laughs> yeah. from Gasworks, they're gonna shoot you from Gasworks all the way to yeah. to uh, South Lake Union. Yeah, yeah. It's so easy. Yeah. yeah, it's not that bad. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I saw myself with stuff like that, but it's kind of fun to see the videos and see how scared you are. Like in this video, I will show it to you. My legs are shaking. Yeah, are they? Oh, they're shaking. There's not even. <laughs> it's not even funny. Like. It's not, it's no hiding that you're freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't, see, that's, that's an interesting concept. Like, I don't think I'm afraid of heights. Um, I went to the, the, the Grand Canyon. Okay. And we went to that, it's on the south, it's on the south end of the Grand Canyon where they have that glass arch. I've never been there walkway. though, but yeah. So they, I don't know, it goes out about 50 feet and it's. It's a glass floor, so it's kind of like you're walking. Yeah, like you're you walking down. on air, kind of. Kind of like the Space Needle right now. Oh, yeah, I haven't been to it yet. Oh, you should do that. That's smashed, though. It's, is way, it, be- it's way better than before. Is it? Oh, yeah. Is it? See, but, well, well, so I was on this walkway, and I was just looking down, and it's like it didn't bother me at all. At all. Not no. even tickly, nothing. You didn't feel nothing in your stomach? No. You I thought it was going to. This but is the like, first time you had that experience? No. No. No, I, I think I'm okay with heights. Well, some people are. Like, I've done the parasailing. Okay, and that's fine. What that's about ziplining? Ziplining. You're fine with that? Fine. Flying on a plane? Flying. You're cool. Yeah. Even the little planes? I'm, a buddy of mine owns, uh, he has a little, what's it called? A little cadet? Cespa. Oh, it's smaller than, okay. than a Cessna. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been up with him a few times. And you're fine. fine doesn't bother me at all so there are people like that like but the trick is try to do something that you're afraid of because that's what i do i sign myself for like for instance I, i'm doing the people everybody asks me why are you doing selling do you love selling you're going to race around the world yeah. and i was like no i don't know nothing about selling and it's like then why you do this because i'm kind of afraid of the big ocean and it's yeah. around the world so i kind of see like how would i live there do you get seasick well now i don't but when I went in training for them, yeah, it, it's like you get sick for two days because hmm. it's like you live in an earthquake. Because I do, I have gotten seasick. So okay, like so not you, on like big because I've been on cruises, so not like on the big boats. Yeah, but one year when we were in Mexico, I I chartered a little tiny boat to take me fishing, <laughs> and it went downhill. <laughs> uh, it was horrible. Okay, I think half of the day, and we were gone for. A good ten hours. Okay. Half of the day, I was just lying down in the boat on the boat, and then rolling over every once in a while to throw up. Oh, I so you? Seasick. Oh, you were bad. It was bad. Yeah. Was it open ocean? Um, we were in. Where were we? I were we in Puerto Vallarta? No, Punta de Mita, which is sinaloa is it sinaloa anyway west coast of mexico okay little tiny town and it was a little boat i wanted to go fishing we went and they took us about well me because it was just me me so you're paying this tour for yourself yeah (laughs) Yeah. how much you pay it's like oh this is gonna be a great vacation this was was the easiest this is my way to connect how much did i pay i think i paid like 300 bucks now imagine those guys it's like what it was like probably yeah I made them mad. <laughs> Did you? I used their bathroom. Oh, because you threw up all over the place. Well, no, I used their bathroom. Oh, and what do you did? Number two. 
heavy they duty. They did not dig that so, at all. Man, but it's were, like I've got to. So you had you were doing all the necessities <laughs> in that boat. I wouldn't like you neither, though. Like <laughs> I was so happy going on the boat. I took a cooler, a bunch of beers, a bunch of sandwiches. I bought well, that, cigars, uh-huh. thinking that I was gonna just chill and and catch fish. Yeah. No. And when we first go out, it was a major storm. Oh, and yeah. And it was not covered. I mean, it's a little boat. It's yeah. a little 15-foot you, you boat. Just get a smash. Just smash. Yeah. And then it got hot. And then um, quickly and I started to get to, and then, then I was just done. Oh, probably the wackiest thing was, oh, they took us maybe 20 miles out. So not like in the middle of the But you ocean. keep saying us. Well, me and the two... The captain and his assistant. Oh, okay. Uh, so you we have were, you have two dudes working for you. Pretty much, they're doing everything. <laughs> I haven't even told you the sad part. But the, the the so there was a storm about two days before we left, and that storm had washed out a lot of rivers, mm-hmm. and then just thrown a bunch of debris into the into the ocean. Okay. And we're out there, maybe about twenty miles out, and then we just see this mound in the middle of the water and the captain gets close and it's a cow a cow a cow like a moo cow yeah in the water in the water what? that was mega bloated okay wait are you still watching the walking dead in this or <laughs> this is a true story no, though this is a true story <laughs> a cow in the sea yeah like outweighs cows so don't swim bro it's the that storm had washed pushed a cow in pushed a, well it, the, what he said is that a cow must have just got fell into the river oh. and then the river just took him out but was it dead i'm assuming oh yeah it was okay. it was bloated like oh. it looked it looked like if you were just to stick a little pin in it it would have exploded on you it oh. would have just exploded dude and there was like bites taken from it fish is doing it probably like its tails was missing. Some barbecue in the ocean. Oh, right. <laughs> so what happened after the man? This sounds like you're making it so, up, though. No, no. Okay, it you was got a crazy. dead cow floating it in was the a ocean. A dead cow floating. Okay, a dead ballooned uh, cow, swollen cow, bloated cow yeah. floating. And then uh, we didn't catch anything out in real sea. Well, you got a cow. So- <laughs> It was just a good story, though. I went fishing, but I got Kyle, man. Right. Yeah. I should have, like, I don't know. I didn't you should at least take a picture, take, you picture of it. Of it? I didn't even, I, Dude, that's like I just the got highlight. up. I'm like, yeah, that's a cow. Because that's when you right come back. back to, like, to ground and you have your homies on ground and you go out and drink that night. No. That's that's a beer store story right there. <clears throat> the sad part is that the captain knew that I was out, so he cast the fishing pole. And then he would just, you know, he, there's little hooks that hold the fishing pole. Yeah. And then when he got bites, he would reel it in about half of the way. And then he would say, hey, Carlos, tu ven y, y, y saca el pescado. Like, he would reel it in halfway. Yeah. And then come get me. And then I would reel it in the last of the halfway. So he did all the work. He did all the work. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think I do have a picture of me holding, uh, like, a mahi. I caught they, we caught a few mahis. <clears throat> Teamwork. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I would pose with the picture and then just set it down and just go right back, just go right back to sleep. And I think we caught like four, four of them. OK, but yeah, I, I don't I don't think that I'm not that I'm afraid of it, but I don't I think that I would get extremely ill on the okay. boat that you were on. Yeah. But to be honest with you, like so, first of all, so this is a racing boat. So they're like. 
they're not fancy at all. Like underneath, you just like bunks and that's it. So it's kind of more like military style. Yeah. But to be honest with you, I think if you really hang in there, you get used to it. Because it's like I would have to take lots of Dramamine. Yeah, but I mean, I trust me. Like or smoke weed. You could do that, but you but then you will, you could go overboard because you'd be chilling and not noticing that the waves are hitting the boat. I mean, th- that's the more scary part in reality that the waves hit the boat so hard yeah. that they just flush you out, like you're what, just out of it. Where was your training in and, England? And, and then yeah, in the UK, it was a, it's a place called Gus Ghostport. Mm. Yeah, which is kind of like on the south, southeast side of. How London. long was this training? Uh, you had to do. It's about a month. So. So you were over there for a month. Yeah, a little bit more than a month. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and it's intense though. Like you don't take a shower. You can't take showers. Yeah. So you're in the boat. <clears throat> you you have to clean. You have to you know cook. You have to. The cells are like rough because there's nothing. Everything is manual. Like everything right. you have to do it. So you have to bring all those big ass cells. They call it spinnakers and the the Yankees and all that stuff. So yeah, it's it's a lot of work, dude. Like, Did you lose any weight in this month? That's you know, I don't know. Like, definitely feel like a workout. But then you keep in mind you're on the, uh, you're on a yacht that is a, a seventy they call it, which is not that big. So it's not. But I think that you lose weight more for the the stress. Yeah. Because, like, at the end of the day, you're lifting a lot, but it's not like you're doing cardio. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're not running or whatever. Like, when I did Mount Rainier, you're losing, like, crazy. Like, in three days, I lost so much weight. Yeah. Here, I didn't feel that way, but I think it's just intense. Like, you feel like, man. What did, like, what would you, what do you eat on the boat? No, actually, the food is not bad. It's just repetitive. Um, like macaroni and cheese? Well, you know what? I will eat, like, right now, when I go to the, to the real deal, because I wasn't training... Uh, I'm gonna go veggie all the way because that's the one thing I learned. You don't want to eat meat when you're gonna go on a boat that you're gonna feel like you're in an earthquake 24 seven. So like I think like people will eat tuna. Well, the day that I got the sickest, they did a tuna sandwich, tuna wrap, which is it was disgusting. But it had mayo. It did have mayo, dude. But then you have like 20 people throwing up. Like this one girl, the, the, the captain came. was like, "Hey, dude, can, I was sleeping," and he was like, "Dude, can you come up and help us out?" Cool. I walked to the kitchen. The floor is like soap if you just throw up. You know what I mean? Everybody's barfing all over the place. And then you go upstairs. And then Wait, the, hold on. In the kitchen of the boat? Of course, dude. People couldn't make it. Actually, this one kid that he's like a professional seller came to me and he's just said he's from the UK. He said, Jesus, with the, the accent. And then he threw up in the fucking bunk. Like, this is where we sleep, dude. And he threw up there. So now... That's you're, rude. You're trying... Well, like, you, you're, being, you're being thrown all over the place, you know? Like, people break the ankles. Wait, how many people are on this boat? Well, and uh, so when we were training, we were 20 people. Uh, I think the boat, the maximum is 22. Wait, so hold on. So you're in London, London, right? For well, a month. A, uh, in, in the UK for a you're month. You're in the UK. You're, yeah. you're there for a month. Yeah. But you're not on the boat for the month. Does it, how, how, how many days are you out and then do you come back? Well, that's a trick. So we do have time. So it depends, like level one, they call it. So level one, you go on the boat all day and then you come back at the nighttime and then okay. you, you had a chance to go to the pub, but you're sleeping on the boat. And then yeah. as they progress, like level three and four, they want you on the boat all day, 24 seven. Okay. So you yeah. don't leave the boat. No. That is, and there's 20, about 20 people. Yeah. And how many of those 20 are noobs? Are new that like they've they never done it before? Yeah, like me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, dude, like maybe half. Okay, yeah. so they're so who 
I'm assuming, is this training open to anyone? Like, do you, you can just like pay your you, tuition you and then go? Technically, yes. Uh, so it's it's a famous. It's one of the most famous races because it's like it, it goes around the world and the and the UK. The the guy who who did it, he's like a legend over there. Yeah. So, but that's why they they keep their name. They really want to put the name that professional sellers can do it, but people who never sell before can do it. Yeah. So my story was about that. It's like, well, if that's true, then you should make this Latino son of a gun <laughs> a seller because I don't know. Nothing about selling. So this group, this guy, uh-huh. that's his team that joins this race. No, he's the guy that owns the whole full race. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then the right now, this year's only 11 teams that do it, which I'm part of Team Seattle. Okay. So Seattle sponsors the boat. So the people that were in your training, were they from Seattle? No, not necessarily. They were from all over? All over. But yeah. people that are going to be on this. On my boat? Yeah. Go. T- are they going to also do that training? Yes, they all have to do in training. Okay, they yeah. just did it at different times than you. Yes. Do you do you know the people? Yeah. Now we became buddies because you're miserable, <laughs> dude. Like, like you 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 actually that's kind of cool. Like you you make a bond with them though. Yeah. Yeah, because like there's things that is hard. Like for instance, my brother, he he. He's he's my best friend, but he's interested because he never believes stuff. And then he sees it on TV. He's like, oh, man, you never told me you were doing that. I was like, dude. <laughs> well, you tell him what you're doing. I and did. He's like, he's like, sure you are. Sure you are. That's funny. Yeah, he's like that, right? So then like when I, okay, this is, to put a perspective. I was doing a story on, on climbing Mount Rainier. Yeah. And there's a trick to it. If you want to do a story about climbing Mount Rainier, what do you have to do? Climb my Rainier. Yeah. <laughs> so, do it. so I was like, dude, I got to train for this. I got to climb my Rainier. And my, my brother was like, like this is like a week before I was going to go. And he's like, man, why are you taking this so serious? Uh, just don't drink the night before. You'll be fine. <laughs> I was like, no, dude. People train this for a year. What are you talking about? I was like, no, you'll be fine, dude. Was, but he just doesn't have that vision of like how like, hard it is. You if know? a civilian wants to do that, isn't it like, like, Fifteen thousand dollars to yeah you do it's almost like two G's you know and then you do have to train and then because it's not it's not really a lot of people think it's like a hike but it's not a hike it's a climb yeah so there's parts like for instance like we did when going from the you know the paradise uh, camp area in I've, ne- I've never been to Mount Rainier okay you never been at all to the park Mm-mm. that's a must you should do I've seen a lot of pretty pictures from it wait a minute you're a photographer <laughs> you like wine right yeah. You know what's the most amazing thing you can do? What? Drink wine in my room here. Let me add it too. Hey, Siri. Yeah, yeah. Things that I should do before I die. Remind me to go to Mount Rainier and drink wine. No, but actually, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful park. Okay. I added go to Mount Rainier and drink wine to your reminders. All right. (laughs) Uh, But no, it is is a good park, though. Like, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah, it looks beautiful. I don't know why we just haven't. Yeah, like it's a, it's, a, it's a nice drive. You can chill there. Uh, Paradise is like literally like the base area. Mm. One, well, one of them, but that one is really cool. They have like a, like a little museum there. They have a hotel. Like you can see the mountain there. And then they have like a hike that you can do and go as far as you want. We yeah. went all the way to what they call Camp Mir. Yeah. Uh, which that's, that's about like five hours hike pretty much. But... That's when it gets serious, when you get up there. But you don't have to do that. You can enjoy the bottom. They have, like, little rivers. They have the flowers. It's a must, dude. Like, I, I'm shocked you haven't been there. Yeah. There's, like, Japanese I mean, tourists up there. I've like, only lived here uh, 16 years. Only 16 give years? Me, give me a break. <laughs> only 16 years. And the dude has never visited 
Mount Rainier. <laughs> I need to get wow. a job that would send me on an assignment to go, wow. to climb Mount Rainier. <laughs> no, you don't even have to climb it. You just have to go. Drive your car and go. You know. I, mean? I had a friend who did it. The whole thing? Yeah. Okay. And that's why I thought that it was like super expensive to go because I yeah. sort of remember her telling me. Yeah, you know, it is. It is. They like, paid a ton of money to go do that and you know, yeah. it's the whole lot. Um. So he's a, your brother's a bit incredulous, but then he believes you when he actually sees it. Well, I don't know if he believes me. He just sees it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, like for instance, like when I was hanging out in the building, um, I, he, I knew he was going to be around because he lives in downtown. And I was like, dude, um, are you going to be close to second? It's like, yeah, why? I said, like, oh, you want to, you mind walking mom to this address? All right, cool. So I'm just doing this thing for TV and he's all right, cool. So he showed up and then, which was the biggest mistake of my life. Mom, I almost killed my mom, dude. You can't have a Latin mother. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, you can't have a Latin mother. <laughs> Guess who's calling me right now? Let me tell her that. I, that let me just say, Mom, I'm fine. Hold on, because th- that's the thing. Like the Latino moms, they get so nervous, yeah. you know. And then, yeah, te puedo llamar como en en dame como media hora porque estoy haciendo una entrevista en la radio, okay? Besito, mi reina. Okay. Bye. So that's not even a joke. Like, like Latino moms, they take it serious. It is. And you imagine this poor old lady going there and seeing her son hang in there. Right. And she she knows, you know. Latino, she probably wanted to go up there and pull oh, you up. She knows, like, I know my son is scared as hell. Like, he's suffering. So she, poor, poor lady, she couldn't even watch. Yeah. yeah. No, so... um. I moved here when I was 24 and I'm an only kid Mm -hmm. from Chicago. And, uh, for the first, and I should, I should, it's okay if I say this for like the first 10 years of me living here, Uh every single time I would talk to my mom, Uh she would cry Uh, and tell me that she missed me. And then finally, finally I told her, I was like, ma, like you have to stop this. Yeah. It's like, it's it's, it's been 10 years. Like it's 10 years. Yeah. It's like, if you want me to call you, it's like, you can't cry. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on now. Yeah. And then she's like, she stopped. Okay. And so I think like for the first 10 years, she was literally trying to guilt me. Yeah. Into either going back or visiting way more than what I do. Yeah. But now she's fine. But it's so funny because <clears throat> my mom was like, she learned how to do text messaging. Yeah. So I text her, like I'll text her pictures because she's not on social media. So yeah. I, te- I text same. her my mom, pictures. My mom is not. My mom with computers and social media, yeah. it's the same. Zero. Yeah, zero. Yeah. So, but I do send her pictures of Lori and I of stuff that we're doing. Yeah. And then, uh, and then she'll text back like, you know, thank you, whatever. And then I'll do that. <laughs> Don't for like a, that picture or yeah. whatever. <laughs> I'll do that for a bit. Uh-huh. But then she'll call me and then she'll say, you don't call me. You only text me. And then I was like. Which one is like, come on now. Yeah. Like, I don't talk to people on the phone. Like, anyways, I'm showing that I'm a horrible son. So you don't like talking to people on the phone? No. Really? You, you like my brother. He's I mean, the same way. It, I, I like it sometimes. Like my buddy Danny, uh-huh. he hates texting. I, I kind of do too. He won't reply. No, I will could, reply, but. He's, he, well, Danny won't reply. Mm-hmm. But if I call him, he'll pick up. Yeah. And sometimes it, that's cool, but like he called me today and I didn't answer because I didn't want to. You but, just like my brother, dude. You should hang out with him. I think I'm half and half, actually. <laughs> like sometimes, like if you want to, if it's important, 
and you need an answer because mm-hmm. it's hinges like stuff hinges on it, then the conversation needs to be had. Yeah. But uh, the there's only a couple people that I like call just to call. Yeah. Uh, and my buddy Levi and my buddy Peter. But for the most part, like even my wife calls me and I don't answer most of the time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was shocked you're still married, though. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It's fine. So she was freaking out. And then you saw her. I mean, so she saw you as you mm-hmm. landed, mm-hmm. as you came down. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. My mom. Yes. Yeah. She, she, of course. When she's, she saw me hanging in the, in the, in the building, she was like, yeah. I'm not leaving until he's done. And, uh, but it was, it was kind of sad because, like, I'm coming down and it was like maybe like four floors. But now you feel, okay, the worst is done. I'm going to survive this stuff. <laughs> and then I see my poor mom, like she's just there, but she couldn't look up, Yeah, you know, like, but she's there. Like, she's like the one person like waiting for you. And, and it's like, I don't know. I think it's, it's kind of, kind of cute. And like, I, I will not change it for nothing. Dude. No, of course not. You know, like it's, it's very Latino old school style, but, uh, I just, it's great. You know, <laughs> my dad was more like a tough macho man or whatever. Like, and now that he's older, he's kind of the same way. So now I have two moms in a way <laughs> because like he, he, they all know, like I, they all know I've been doing extreme stupid stuff for so long since I was a teenager. Yeah. And they, they it's, know I'm the one that always get, needs to be, have surgery needs to have, have broken, broken bones. bones and metal in the bone. I've never broken a bone. You know, I thought I was never going to break a bone either. And then as I got older, I started getting worse. The injuries getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. Before when I was a teenager, like you get bruised up and then again, do it again. But I think it's about the years you keep. Oh, maybe because you just get old. It racks up. Yeah. So then. It takes a toll. Now I have like a stupid fall and then it's like the doctors will be like, well, you need to like rest for like two months. And like, what? <laughs> or like you need surgery. Like what? So no, the same thing. Like, I don't think I don't. I mean, I'm not that young, but I don't think I got. Any fractures before before I turned 30. Mm. That's how hardcore it was. Yeah. And then as soon as I turned 30, I started getting like fractures like left and right. You need to drink more milk. I yeah. I do need to drink more milk because I never really liked milk though. So that might be the <laughs> that might be the solution. You, I knew if I came D. here today I was some gonna calcium. learn something. Yeah, I I guess I or do. Or orange juice. Actually they say orange juice has uh more uh calcium than milk. Well, actually, you remember Ellen? Yeah. Yeah, she works with me. She, You had her here before. Oh, she's been super. Yeah, she's come twice. Okay, well. Uh, FYI. If she hears this <laughs> and you're saying something about orange juice. Yeah. Well, last time I was sick, she thought that orange juice was going to be the solution. No, it's Vicks. Yes, well, uh, <laughs> she can tell you what happened after she gave me or offered me the orange juice. Uh-oh. I got super freaking ill. Like I got worse from the orange juice. From the orange juice, like you're it, blaming the orange juice. I don't know. I'm blaming the orange juice. Oh, I'm blaming Maybe she Ellen. Poison you. Maybe she put something on there because she, like it was she like did. it was right after. Like she was like Jose, I think you should do orange juice. And I was like because she knew I was sick. She was like, I, I, you need some orange juice. And we were shooting this uh, evening show. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. So she was so sweet. She brought me this <laughs> orange juice. As soon as I drank it, dude, I threw up twice. She does like to write horror stories. I uh, know. I know. Maybe that was part of her experiment. Maybe it's like. So if I give Jose some orange juice, if like this if, will inspire me to my next, next year, my next horror. <laughs> if next year her story is about uh, poisoning a coworker, yes, yes, <clears throat> and they say something about a Latino coworker, <laughs> I feel I feel you're gonna narrow it down to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, 
Last night, I think I bought the last ticket to her reading at the Pine Box. How is that? Because I see she's very passionate about yeah. that, and and like she, I know she does it, and I seen pictures of her mm. like in her social media and stuff. Right. But I've never been in one, and I always curious because she's she's definitely passionate about it. She yeah, she loves to write. Yeah. She she's she yeah, she's been on the show a couple times and talked about stories. So the first time that she came, her her shorts the book that has her short story in it was about to come out. Uh-huh. And then the second time she came out, it was out already. Okay. What's it called? Five minutes at hotels, something Grove. Groovy. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. it was like an anthology of, uh, of uh, which you probably, I'll remind the listeners, but a bunch of authors wrote stories, but the premise was that it was a certain five minutes in this hotel, okay. like out in the middle of nowhere. Okay. So it was a bunch of different stories, but that it all had the same location. And okay. it was a five minute duration. So everybody had to do a five minute duration? Yeah. So everyone told a story of something that happened within five minutes. Five minutes. Gotcha. But that had to be in that hotel. <clears throat> okay. So, so you kind of see the different perspective. Yeah, of like okay. the crazy. Because, I mean, hotels can be crazy. I mean, all the. Yeah, I used to work in hotels before. Uh oh. Here yeah. or. No, no, this is about back in college. Some some good stuff happened there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did you go in there with the black light? Uh, with the black light? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't do that. No. <laughs> I was actually room service, though. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but it was freaky. They warned me about it. Like, you will get some random phone calls, and when that door opens, you'll be shocked. And like, like dudes just naked waiting for their room yeah, service? Yeah, well, like, for instance, like, I don't know when was the last time you ordered room service, bro, but, like, do you... I'm re- not fancy. Okay, but there's people that love to order their pancakes and be fully nude, man. Like, I'm like, seriously, dude? Like, and then... And then, yeah, and they're winging their thing at you. It's like, whoa, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just here to drop off the pancake. Yeah, dude, yeah. So, um, guys are weird. You know what's funny? Not just guys, dude. Girls used to do it. And this is the funny thing. People's like, well, shut up. You're lucky. Think about it. Think about it. Like, the girls are the size of the kind of stuff. Like, it kind of freaks you out because they're not, they're, they're kind of a whole different dimension, dude. and it was like, it, okay, one time it was like I was walking upstairs. It was like, I think it was the third floor. There was, I'm gonna, I shouldn't say it, but I'm going to say it, Radisson Hotel in Florida, in Tampa. Well, that's Florida. <laughs> yeah, so then. You have uh, Florida men. I went upstairs, and then there's like two women, maybe under 60s, fully nude walking in the hallway, running. And then this one dude, maybe in his 60s, too, running behind him. And I'm like. Ooh. Well, that's... You didn't have to join in on that? No, I was like, <laughs> what the what the hell? So I keep walking, and then it seems like every door in the rooms were open. Then I walk in there in the one room, and this guy, it's like old too, like maybe hidden 80s, and he's hanging out with two 80-year-olds. And then they're all like, hey, thank you for the food or whatever. I'm like, what the hell is going on? That's a good time. Yeah, well, good time for them, for sure. Uh, so when I come downstairs, my boss was like, he he saw it, and he's like, oh, dude, we're sorry. So it was like a swinger party. Yeah. And you were supposed to go to the main elevator to drop their food. Oh. But because we I was an employee, I used the employee elevator. Yeah. So they didn't have the security for the employee elevator. And nobody told me that. So I walk in the party, and they were partying hard. And I don't even know why they needed eggs, because everything was done for them. Yeah. But yeah, so, yeah, stuff like, and that was like a normal. Wednesday, dude. Like that happened in hotels all the time. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's yeah. That just sounds like a good time. Yeah, it was good. Time. No one asked you what time do you get off. Actually, nobody was shocked. 
<laughs> nobody. I was, no, they didn't. But nobody. Nobody was shocked for me walking in no. there. I mean, that's what it gave me like the red flag. Swingers like, are. Yeah. No, they don't they're care. Okay. They're uh, they're yeah. mostly exhibitionists. Oh they yeah, they care. they kind of proud of what they got, which yeah. is not a bad thing to be honest with you. I think yeah. the craziest thing I've seen is here in Georgetown. Mm-hmm. We were there are a lot of swingers. <laughs> well, they might be. Yeah, they might have know. been. But know. we were we were walking down airport way and um there was this dude standing it was like in the entrance to a business but it was kind of late okay there was a dude standing um in the entrance to one of those businesses what what do you mean one of those businesses i don't know like so there's jewels saloon okay and like along that on airport we're like along that main okay part of georgetown there was a guy standing up there and i saw him but then I looked a little bit down. There's a girl just like squatting down, oh. giving him, giving him the business. Oh, giving the, him public fellatio. Happy, happy time. Last happy call. Time. Okay. And then I just kind of look as I'm walking by and I'm looking at him and he just gave me the nod and I'm like, <laughs> and then I gave him the <laughs> thumbs up. I'm like, hey, good job, buddy. That's cool, I guess. Yeah. I mean, wow. Okay. Like she didn't what? seem like uh, they sort of seemed like they were like she wasn't. Dr- I don't know. Like, it didn't seem like she was a hooker or anything. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm Did like, we, okay, hey. I mean, if uh, yeah. out of kudos, I guess. If the, Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you can pull it off that way, I mean, that, yeah, that's good. You know, like, wow. Like, think about it. They're saving money in hotels. Uh, yeah. Think about it. it yeah. And uh, they're not shy. That's for sure. No, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That is nuts. Um, <laughs> so. And when you mean nuts, you really mean nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're on um you're you're on evening yeah so we mentioned ellen before she's yeah. a uh uh contributor writer producer yeah so uh, uh yeah mainly my my title is a producer yeah but like uh so i co-host and then report and then i shoot too because i study films so i love cameras yeah and then uh, oh, we should i edit yeah you are a freak know. with film though like I don't know, this guy probably never mentioned this, but <laughs> before we even started this, we went, we spent like an hour in his like masterpiece room with all these old school cameras, which you have tons of them. And then, bizarrely enough, now we are in this room with nothing to do with your photography, but we have let's see, one, two, three, four, five cameras up there, and then you show me that oh six, seven, ca- no eight. Do how many cameras you have in total? Yeah, because like here, there's eight, and this is just. Oh, no, 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 not eight, nine, ten, eleven. Then that's a 35 mil camera down there, dude. Okay, so you have 11 here, and then in the <laughs> other room, you have like another 20, and yeah. then in the living room, like, no wonder why your wife was like, you're taking <laughs> control of the whole place. Wow, dude, like, and you know what the cool thing is? I've used pretty all much all of them, well, like some of them, like that one. Um, not so much, but all of those have been used. All of these up here have been used. This is my main two. Okay. Like I have different lenses for different bodies. Uh, <clears throat> so when you so, mean different bodies, you mean camera bodies. Yeah. Different <laughs> camera bodies. <laughs> okay. So they. So where's the passion come from? Because like, I mean, you you definitely know. And he developed his own films. Like he actually have old school cameras. So let's, let's, let's picture this. It's not just like new digital cameras. Oh, there's one right there too. Uh, okay, so okay, sorry, he has twelve in this room. All right, but you do have a lot of like 
you know, you have the own technique. You had your room. You got some lights going on, and then you develop your own. And then you have Polaroids. You got like, like I study film, and I almost feel like you know more about film than myself. Well, like when you say study film, what does that mean? I went Do to college for it. Like film, like to, to be a filmmaker. Filmmaker, yeah. Not, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So see, that, yeah, I want to be your friend because I, <laughs> I have two movies in my. I wrote a script. Okay. For one movie that is completely possible to make it's it's uh there's nothing crazy about it like we don't need like no special effects anything okay and then i have so it's like what what type it is is like a horror drama oh actually i don't know i don't want to consider myself a sentimental person but my script is about two brothers okay where the older brother is training the younger brother for boxing okay and then oh that's another thing you're you love boxing i love boxing yeah and then he has a lot of you even have a is that a real arnold schwarzenegger autograph over there why would i have a fake one i don't know dude like you (laughs) how much money you have like he has a bunch of like 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 money pacquiao stuff and what you call g g g triple g G. okay triple g and then who else you got in here uh, so you got well, a lot Mike of stuff. Tyson, Mike Tyson. That's Andre the one. Ward. He got a Mike Tyson sign. You know, glove. it's easy to get Mike Tyson stuff now. How is it? How easy? Pretty it is? easy. Really? Yeah. Like, like if you're in Vegas, you see him. It's yeah. He's everywhere now. Like he doesn't have any money. Well, I mean, he's worth a little bit, mm-hmm. but he's always doing stuff. Oh, yeah. So it's not crazy. It's I've not been cr- in Vegas many, many times, and I don't remember the one time I saw. Uh, he Mike does Tyson. a lot of signings at a bunch of collector shops. Okay. Uh, so it's not actually, um, do you remember? Can you bring your own stuff or the? Yeah, no. Well, some of them. So for example, with Andre Ward, uh, I bought two t-shirts. So I framed this one and I gave the other one to my friend, Trish. She mm-hmm. owns, uh, she owns a boxing gym really close to Hill called Arcaro Boxing. Uh, so I had, I had Andre Ward sign two t-shirts, a glove, uh, Where is it? A magazine. Oh, there it is. So that Jordan magazine that's right on top of there, he signed that. Okay. And I had him do a little shout out video because I was managing a boxer at the time and he was about to have a fight. So I'm like, hey, I think I may have called him Mr. Ward. I was like, hey, Mr. Ward. I, <laughs> totally I, geek right there. Yeah. Really? yeah. <clears throat> it's like I, I manage a boxer in Seattle. He's about to have a fight. Could you just you know give a little shout out to him? Mm-hmm. So he did that. And so I got a like a lot of his time. <laughs> oh, it sounds like it. I mean, like, what else you want? Like, can I get your cell phone number? <laughs> he was very generous. He okay. was very generous with the time. And as I was leaving the as I was leaving the line, one of the one of his entourage, he's like, he's like, dude, you should be really happy because um He's he he he's he's doing a, he's like did a lot for you. Yeah, it sounds like. And, it. But I mean, he's I, I follow him and all of his like, Did he know? So he knows that you're a stalker. Probably. And he just wants to be cool with you. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> no, because like now that's because my dad he is a crazy boxer fan. So like, yeah. definitely Mike Tyson. He would love to have Sugar Ray. He would love to have. Yeah, I, I, I mean Mike Tyson for sure. Yeah, no, that's a classic. Like you, it's, I mean, no, you, no, it's for sure easy to get. Oh, easy to get. Okay. Yeah. How much are we talking, brother? Not much. Drop, like drop, drop some numbers. Two fifty. Two fifty. Okay, so if if Mike if Mike Tyson hears this, can you give me one for free, bro? It's for my dad. <laughs> he's a really nice guy. <laughs> no, he's. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe. 
maybe you could uh, guilt him into it. But I'm so I met Mike Tyson when he was doing um, his show. Mm-hmm. He had a he has a one man show that he did. Okay. Uh, and they did a documentary based off of it. But when I saw him, he was doing it at the comedy club at the MGM. So it's this little this little club. And yeah. Mike Tyson's up there pretty much telling the story of his life. So it was pretty cool. That is sounds and cool. And then afterwards. I, it was like I, a meet and greet. Yeah. Okay. Where I got him to, to sign the glove. Uh, but even then now, like I said, he does. I'm pretty sure he does signings multiple weekends a month. In Vegas. In Vegas. So if you're ever in Vegas, no, the, I yeah, I love Vegas. I can't make any excuse to go to Vegas. And you're there on a weekend, probably he'll He's be doing someplace something. doing something. So how do you, how do you follow this? Do you just follow him on social? Um, how did I find out? I don't remember. All right, you get a, you got to email well, me on this. The, for when I met him, um, I knew well. Obviously, I knew that he was going to be there because that was his show. Yeah. But subsequently, the times that I've gone to Vegas. Um, you just have to follow a bunch of accounts because a bunch of guys are have appearances at various casinos in the area. So, like one time that my buddy and I went, we ran from <clears throat> Fashion, the Fashion Boulevard building, mm-hmm. and because we wanted to see Triple G, but then we had to run to this other place because that's where the Andre Ward was going to be. Okay. So it's, I mean, it's, it's there. Yeah. You just have to like follow the people and they usually do a good job about sharing where they'll be. That's nice though. But that's yeah, nice. you should totally, you should totally, totally, totally hang out with you. And like, <laughs> no, like, yeah. I'm a, I like, I'm a, yeah, I'm a collector, but it's no, like, you are, but that's kind of cool because collector I do, slash hoarder. I do. Well, that's the thing. I do collect a lot of stuff in the sad part. I like the good, the good thing about like what I see here is that you, you have a lot of that hanging. I live in downtown, so my place is very small. Yeah. And then um, I have stuff that I'm keeping for, like, the dream house. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, it's it's there, and a lot of people's like, dude. Like, just, what is it? I got tons of stuff. Like, I got, like, and it's not, like, one thing. Like, for instance, I love horror films. Yeah. Like, um, I, I worked one time with Linda Blur. Ooh. And, of course, like, she signed this beautiful, and she a uh, photo of her when she's in the film, when she's, like, possessed and all that. Yeah. And then she said, like, sweet dreams, Jose. And she signed it, right? So that's, okay, that's going to be framed. Then, like, and if you switch to, like, I, I got a lot of, I collect hats. I don't know if you've seen, but, like, in evening, like, every viewer is like, wow. Yep. They call me. The so they actually e- email the show to see where I'm going to buy a hat because they like my hats. Nice. I, I can use hats all the time. Yeah. So then a lot of, like, extreme athletes, they they use the sponsorship and hats, like Red Bull, right. like Rockstar, and all that stuff. Yeah. So I got tons of athlete hats signed that Ooh, they gave me. Ooh, that's cool. Um, I got. Like, which athletes? Oh, like, well, Travis Pastrana's one. Um, from the X Games, I got like boards, like I don't know how many skaters you know, but like I got tons of boards, like I got like, at least like like roller skaters. No, like skateboards. <laughs> I actually did get roller skate before, bro. Hey, that was that was insane in the early nineties, man. That was fun. <laughs> don't make fun of that because I spent a lot of good no. times with it. No. But no, I would kill myself on a skateboard. Yeah, no, never well, been a skateboarder. No, no, but it, but it's fun. Like I love yeah. I love this sport. Like and now I can't do it, but like I, <clears throat> I love it. Uh, football, our football or yeah. soccer here. Like I got, I worked with Messi one time, so Ooh. he gave me his jersey and signed it. Oh, you got to get that framed. That's the thing. Like, so I got, I used to do when I, I used to work for Univision, which is the 
Hispanic channel here. Yeah. And that's what I moved to Seattle. And we started a show, uh, Sounders FC en Acción, which yeah. is like the Spanish version of the Sounders. Sure. So you can imagine that, like, Sounders-wise, I have have jerseys from, the uh, what's his name? I can't forget. The, the Colombian kid, the first one, he made the very first goal. Oh, I'm going to butcher his name. Okay, I'm not going to say. Would you believe I know nothing about soccer? Really? And you're, I'm the worst Mexican ever. I was going to say, and you're from Mexico. Not class, not Catholic. And single you're kid, from Mexico. Don't like soccer. Are you kidding me? Wow. I like sport. I like weird sports. Like what? Well, you, we already know you like boxing. Boxing. Yeah. I was super into bodybuilding for a long time. Well, I, you so, have an honest Schwarzenegger. Like like, this is what you, you have. Like, you edit Bay, and then you have like this one picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger, huge in the middle up there. I, met, I can imagine you <laughs> drinking your cup of wine. It's like, I finished editing this uh, podcast. And then I strike my pose. And then you track your pose and you just no. look at Arnold Schwarzenegger. So there. Arnold has his own uh, bodybuilding event in Columbus, Ohio. Yes. And I went to that a the few Arnold. times. The Arnold Classic. Yes. So I was lucky enough to meet Arnold at one of those. And you so, never did. Oh, you did? No, yeah. That's where he signed that. Oh, so you met him? Yeah. Okay. Because actually, I, I'm not into like bodybuilding and stuff, but like this, I've been checking out a couple of documentaries on Netflix about. Which one? I, uh, Generation Iron? Yeah. All, like there's like three of them, I think. Yeah. And then <laughs> they all talk about the Arnold Classic. Yeah. And then, then because I saw all of them, then you kind of follow some of them. So there's one guy, I can't remember his name, but he's like Australian kid. Yeah. He's uh, the one that got hurt. Yeah, like an idiot twice. Good-looking good kid, and then what I think I think he actually name? played a movie where he was Arnold. Right. Yeah, and then so I follow I follow him, and then there was this other guy that I think he was from Iceland, really tough dude. Yeah, like a monster dude, and uh, so his story was kind of cool. And then there was another guy from England, so I was like. I'm not into that, but it's funny that because I saw the the free first films, yeah, and then now I see, oh well, I remember that guy. Let's see how he's doing, and then I was not gonna see their Shelly kid, but I remember he got hurt, so I was yeah. like, let's see what's and for doing stupid things. He was yeah. repelling. Yes, he was repelling. <laughs> Same like me. He was repelling, and he got ma he got nailed. Yeah, he was an he's an idiot though. He's an idiot, but he seems like a fun dude. Like he mm -hmm. like I would chill with him. Like he seems like one of those dudes that you can have a cheap beer with, and he's like telling you because. I don't know, but yeah, he he kind of ruined his career. Yeah, he kind of did. Yeah, well, the I mean, he skates too. Well, Horrible skater, but he skates too. He's not a competitive bodybuilder. No, no, no. He's an Instagram bodybuilder. Yeah. So all he does is like he doesn't have to look a certain way to be in a show. Yeah. He just has to look a certain way to have people follow him on social media. Hey, I, for, I remember the name because I was gonna it was gonna kill me, and my dad always say that Freddy Montero. <laughs> okay. The soccer player? Yes. Do you have his signed? He gave me, because like, yeah. We so how many signed jerseys do you have? I probably have like 20. Oh, geez. Yeah. Louise. Okay. Yeah. Then it might, might cost you a pretty penny to get them all signed. But yeah. who's your, who, what are your top three? Players? That you have signed. Oh, yeah. signed. Because like the top players, I don't have signed. Messi, you can. You, yeah. I mean, you can. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's you when know he came, who he is. He came, he came to, to Seattle to play against the Sounders from Barcelona. Okay. That was like what, two thousand and seven? Yeah, two thousand and nine. It was a long time ago, buddy. Mm. Uh, definitely him. Uh, I do like Freddie just because he he weren't. It was a bad game. He gave it to me. He was number ten, and he's always gonna be game worn. Yeah, holy he, cow. Yeah, because I was working on the show, so it was. Easy. I had to do interviews in the locker room and stuff like that. And he, he knew, like he he gave it to me. He's like, yeah. here you are. This is my jersey, and he has really good. He was like a really good 
player for the Sounders, and he was the first goal that the Sounders did yeah. professional-wise. So, yeah, I'm happy to have his. No, yeah. you got to get him framed. Yeah. I mean, it is a little bit expensive. Like, that stupid framing was, like, $500. Yeah, actually, I pay. I only, I only have one framing. It's the Man U, Manchester United. Mm-hmm. And because that was when Allison Ferguson was there and, like, uh, Rooney was there still and all that stuff. So I have framed that one and I think it was 500 bucks. Yeah. Because, yeah. if, if, I mean, if to get it professionally, to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Like that one was a little bit less, but it's just a t shirt. Yeah. Uh, no, you should get, like, I love, like, I even have pictures. Like, this is one of my favorite photographers just above your head, but it's a framed of him. Um, and then, like, that's Ken Norton. He broke Muhammad Ali's jaw. Like, mm. that's a signed okay. Ken Norton. He signed it too? Yeah. Well, I've noted my mother-in-law gave it to me. Okay. Uh, but, like, I have art. Like, I love framing stuff. I like no, art. No question. Is there <laughs> something that you have that you think is worth or collectible, but you know is pretty much garbage? Because, like, it's cool when you say, yeah, I got this sign, I got this sign. But something you're like, only I like this stuff. Like, nobody does. Yeah. I mean, pretty much everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean... These are all just because I'm so niche, I guess you could say. Okay. Like that, if that, I could get maybe 3000 for that on eBay. But that's money though. But mostly I'm thinking like something that you like, okay, I'm going to take it to eBay. Nobody wants to give you five bucks. Oh, no, yeah, a lot of stuff. But you think it's, it's like this thing here. Um, do you remember the movie Grindhouse, Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez? Uh, no. A few years ago. So Quentin did Planet Terror. And then Robert Rodriguez did Death Proof. I remember Death Proof. Yeah. Um, so originally, when those two movies came out, they were dual. They were dual. Like a features. double, double Do- DVD yeah, double type feature. thing. Okay. In the movies, both of the movies. Oh, back play, to back. back I don't back. think I saw that one. I like, saw the Death Proof. <clears throat> like in the seventies, that's how move. That's what movies were. Like okay. They did a lot of double features. So one of I another thing that I like to do is uh, make like zombie makeup. Well, and you, we, cuts we, and stuff. We talked like at least yeah. <laughs> 15, 20 minutes the, about zombies. Yes. The godfather of special effects. His name is Tom Silvini. Okay. So he did a lot of the practical effects from George Romero's uh, Day of the Dead and uh, Return of the Dead, like those movies. Okay. And he signed that. I met him a few years ago. So that's cool. Okay. Like, that's special to me because I like you like I like effects. And yeah. He's probably one of the best ever at it yeah um and then that movie up on top the house of a thousand corpses have you seen that i'm pretty sure i did (laughs) in college when Lori and i were dating that was like one of the first movies we saw and probably not a good first date movie because it's a pretty demented movie you did well she's still married to you though (laughs) (laughs) but the two the two guys who signed that one of them is uh bill uh, what's his name I forget what his name, but do you remember? Uh, d- well, how about Devil's uh, Rejects? Mm-mm. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two. Yeah, of course, yeah. So Chop Chop, do you know the, the the dude who was bald but had long hair in Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two? Is that him? That's him, Bill Mosley. Is that the guy name. that had like the makeup and with the mouth no, open? The dude who has that's uh, the character's name is Captain Spaulding, and his name is uh, Sid Haig, and that is super special to me now because. Um, Sid passed away like two weeks ago. Oh, he died very. He died, yeah, about two weeks ago. So I met him, and the, yeah, that's just super cool because he's he's such. He was an actor back when the black exploitation movies were out in mm-hmm. the sixties and seventies. So mm-hmm. he did tons of movies with with Pam Greer, like the Dolomite type of stuff. Yeah, 
uh, and uh, and then of course he gained current notoriety for being in a bunch of Rob Zombie movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so Captain, so he was uh, in. Uh, you like Rob Zombie movies? Yeah. Who would you say better as a musician or better as a director? Director. You really do? Yeah. Okay. Like the only song that I like was uh, Dragula. Okay. <laughs> that's because I used to, when I was, when I would lift, like I used to lift weights too. That's why I was super <laughs> With into bodybuilding. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, so the, like the Metallica stuff. Yeah. I like that when I lift. Okay. Because I mean, it, I haven't it, it, it pumps you up. It pumps you up. Yeah. Okay. So if you're going to lift something super heavy. um, Yeah. That. And then, so only people who dig horror would dig that. Yeah. And then the two up on top with the... The Jason, yes. Um, that's Derek Mears, who was the actor in the new. Okay, and Friday the thirteenth. Okay, so I met him and he signed it, and I think it's cool. He said, "Murder you soon." <laughs> wow. And then uh, the other guy, uh, I met the Michael, the new My- the Michael Myers from the Rob Zombie movies. Okay, so that's um, that's what's him. his name. I forgot what his name is. Yeah, that signed. Which is like a horror film that you say like till today, like top. Top two. My top two, um, Halloween and Exorcist. Which Exorcist? One. Funny. Exorcist is my favorite. Just because I feel like... Do you watch it with your mom? N- no. <laughs> you hate it. No. <laughs> that was sort of funny because it's like my mom my mom would say, Estos diablos, como te, por qué yeah. te gustan estos diablos? But what's the, what's the movie that uh, with the baby... Uh, Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, it's funny. My mom would never watch Exorcist with me, but she knew when I was a kid that when I grew up to be old enough, she wanted me to see Rose, Rosemary's Baby. Bizarrely enough, like because I don't know. Like, till was today, she trying to tell you something? I don't know. <laughs> I hope not. But no, it's like one of those films. Like, it's interesting. And she even gave me a DVD at the time, and it's like now I have it. But um, was she trying to tell you this is how? This is the deal we made for you to be alive. Yeah, for you to be alive. No, no she, she thought that I was going to dig it, but I kind of think like, when you thought that? Like when I was five it's, or what? Uh, like, you the, know, like, the first time I saw it, I just didn't appreciate it. It's a it's a really cerebral film. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you have to really think about it. It's still cool, though, because like, like for instance, like going back to The Exorcist, like I cannot see now Hollywood doing because, I mean, you see the effects and they're cheesy and stuff yeah. because of time, of course. But now I don't see Hollywood doing a film where a 12-year-old girl will have a script like she had. Yeah. It's a fucked up script. <laughs> it is. You know? But it, it almost makes it more real in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because, like, if you're going to talk about a child being possessed by the devil, right? this is what more likely that will make the child do, right? And it how will, the mom is banging Satan. Yeah. <laughs> Satan. Yeah. And it, but that's kind of how it will be, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> it's it's interesting that then we're talking about 40 years later, or not even 40 years, 50 years later, Hollywood like, will not even get close to that. Like that's as I you mean, know? I just learned that you did go to film school, so I think we. I'm gonna bug you in uh, very strategic increments to come back, and then we can yeah. talk about that because it, I don't. I mean, I don't like a lot of movies. There's just no. Well, studios always play it safe. Yeah. So we saw. Uh, did you see Joker yet? Yes, I did. Did you like it? Uh, the yes, as a film, I do, and I his acting was really good. That was brilliant. You saw it, yeah. Okay, uh, I think it's a, it's a great film. I there was few things that I thought that if it's 
if it's if it's just intentionally to create controversy, then I'm not buying it because it obviously they're good in the movies and uh, in the box office and yeah. make them millions and millions. Um, and I don't. I'm, there's things I cannot say because the, there's people who haven't seen it. But like the music that they use to boost him up, that, yeah. That one music that we hear in the radio and in the, the stadiums before the rock and roll, rock and roll part two. Yeah, I, I'm curious of why they picked that song, especially when the psychiatrist in the film says that he was kind of like abused as a child, and then yeah. they play that song. That kind of like why you do this, hmm. and then there was another moment that I don't know if I can talk about it at the end, that when he finds himself as Joker, yeah, that free, that gave me the goosebumps. The whole thing, like everybody's like, well, he became a murderer or whatever. The 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 the, the killing scenes didn't bother me too much yeah. because you see that like in a lot of films, right. it's not the first time you see it. I was just a little worried of like how can how can this affect to somebody that's probably going through the same things he's going through? Yeah. Like somebody that's in that state of mind that everything is going horrible in their life as a young teenager or as a grown man that it probably doesn't or a woman that doesn't have Resources. life, you know? Yeah. Because I think it was too direct of like saying, listen, people don't care about you. Like yeah. you, you, you've been abused, you're poor, the system doesn't work. Those things bother me because it's like it could it could affect somebody else. You know what yeah. I mean? Like and and I don't know. Maybe I'm being too old and too cheesy, but like I, I already know. Like we already have a guy that walk into movie theater, dressed as a Joker and kill twelve people. Was that, it Joker or was he Batman? No, Joker. He he walk into a Batman film, but he called himself the Joker. I see. And he killed twelve people. Yeah. So we already had that. Yeah. And this film almost like saying, it's kind of okay if you're the Joker to do the same thing, which is kind of weird. I don't. I'm not quite sure where I fall on that because. I think it could have been any movie. Yeah. Like it it just so happened that that happened during the Batman Rises, yes, the Dark Knight yes, Rises. Yes, I agree. Like it could have been you know Fast and Furious yeah. Part 10. Yeah. And Well, with that being said, and I asked a coworker yesterday, with that being said, if you see this film, which is a great film, but would you think it would be as as cool and important for a lot of people if it would have been the same storyline? But the guy was not the Joker. He was just a guy that is having a rough time in life and then becomes a serial killer. Would it have the same effect? Or does it have more effect that but he's those, doing this as a Joker? But there's tons of stories like that already. I know. But what do you <coughs> think? Like, do you think the box office would have cared too much? Or is Joker kind of gives you that extra touch? Well, yeah. I, like, this is an interesting conversation because it would be interesting to hear the difference okay i think that it's the only reason it made that big of a deal yeah is because there's more direct close parallels to antifa than than anything okay and the reason that uh media isn't um isn't too happy about this mm-hmm. Or no, I'm sorry. Let me say this. I think that it's interesting that media tends to give Antifa a pass, and they're not giving Joker a pass because it's sort of. I think that they're sort of the same. Okay. So they could. They might not be giving it a pass because it is showing how crazy Antifa is, mm-hmm. and how they're really. There's there's nothing behind them other than lunacy. Yeah. <clears throat> 
And uh, they just don't want to go out and say it because then they're going to have to give credibility to the other one. I could be saying this completely wrong, but yeah, no, no, that's, no. I that's, mean, that's, I, uh, that's, 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 that's part of the conversation. Thing. That's, that's the, that's the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Cause a lot of people are, <laughs> I, it seems like, and, and I go on Twitter maybe 15 minutes a day mm-hmm. and it's horrible. I hate Twitter. It's a, <laughs> it's a complete cesspool of garbage. Yeah, yeah. But there are so many stories that are being tweeted that make it seem that news is, uh, not happy that crazy things didn't happen. Like there was one article that was written um, that said two white males were arrested for loitering and causing a disturbance outside of a theater playing Joker. So it just so happened that these two idiots were being idiots. They've, yeah. And they got arrested yeah. outside of a movieplex that was playing 16 movies. Yeah. And they chose to focus on the Joker, <laughs> the Joker. was playing that night. Right. And yeah. it didn't have anything to do with it. It was yeah. like they, they just want that juice. But who knows? I mean, what yeah. do I know? Oh, sure. That sometimes happens when you're 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 trying to get the story and it's not happening. Yeah. Ooh, that would be another good thing that we can talk about. Yeah. Of uh of like is there too many like is there too many places that uh report and like that would be an interesting thing anyways yeah. all right well You're- i've taken up a whole ton of your time no worries and i completely appreciate it so you can find jose on evening magazine repelling off buildings <laughs> yeah. sailing around the so the sailing around the world is going to happen when december so almost yeah almost there yeah yeah. And how long is this this leg that you're going to be? Well, the leg, at least the first one is going to be 20 days in the ocean. Holy cow. Yeah. But then uh, I'm kind of booked for like two more. So maybe in total, we're talking about two months, maybe. Yeah. So like the uh, yeah the first the, the definitely Q1 of next year is going to be booked for you. So, so yeah, it's tricky. Actually, there's people doing this for the whole year. So they're in the boat for a full year. I don't Wonders. know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. But uh, yeah, so December will be Lake Four, and that will be you know I have to travel to Australia, so it'll be like a month type thing. Oh, that's and super then, fun! And then the next one will be when they come when they leave Seattle hmm. to Seattle to New York, so they go all the way down to Canal. Are you Panama gonna be? Canal. You're not gonna be doing stories while you're out. That's the idea, <laughs> but you're a part of the team too because you they can't afford having an extra person just to do stories. Yeah, because it's the weight right. matters. You're, you're, yeah, you so I'm I'm a, I'm gonna be a racer crew member with them, but definitely I my point is to try to make a story and shoot it and yeah, to like GoPro it. Chill, GoPro it. I'm gonna bring the big camera too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, because there's the water. It's gonna be like it's gonna be, yeah, dude. Actually, no, don't say that because like the guy, the guy who did it last last race, he said he lost three cameras and five lenses. Take one of these. Get one of these. Yeah, right. One of yours because you already have like forty cameras here. I should take one of yours. There's (laughs) by big camera. I'm talking. I mean, I'm like your. Well, no, I'm taking. uh, So it's kind of like you know, like um, the. Canon is like the Mark II, the C1. Oh, okay. So yeah. the DSLR. Yeah, it's a little bigger than DSLR, but it's kind of that, that direction. Oh, the C... The C, C300. The C, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit bigger. Yeah, it's a little bit bigger, but it's kind of like that. Not yeah. like the big broadcasting camera. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's not too crazy. Yeah, but the salt water breaks them. 
and they're not waterproof. So, and then you get waves that hit the boat out of nowhere. So yeah. yeah. And then the guy who actually lost three cameras, they were all the same type. Yeah. And he said the salt just crack it. So yeah. the that C three hundred, it's not weather. It's not weatherproof. No. See that one's weatherproof. Really? Yeah. What are you trying to say? You're gonna give it to me? Well, I mean, because <laughs> that one's expensive. That even yeah. it's still like a three or four thousand dollar. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. It's yeah. A, I mean, it's not yeah, like just super mega crazy. Just the body. Yeah, the body. Yeah. Like you can get one of those for, you know, a thousand bucks. Right. And your like production you, company won't be you, too. You upset. almost look like a car salesman right now <laughs> when you're trying to sell me some. Stuff. Well, I don't want you. I don't want you. I don't want to sell you mine. <laughs> that sounds the, like that. That's what I'm. Strangely saying. enough, that is the only digital camera I own. Okay. I only have one. So you're gonna stick to that one. Yeah. I mean, All it's right. it's fine. It's good enough. Well, you can let me borrow it and take it on the boat <laughs> for a month. I'll. If I'll uh, how about this? Yeah. Um. So you're going to be gone for a while, yeah. which means that you won't be doing your dive bars. Well, that's the tricky part, because like a lot of people will be mad if I don't do them. And and there's ways that I can shoot it ahead, and of, t- ahead of time. So like actually tomorrow I'm shooting okay. one. Because I was going to yeah. uh, broker a deal here of saying you take my camera and you do and dive bars. I'll do the dive bar sh- segment. Yeah, but you like drinking wine. Dive bars is like I more like- more about like a cheap beer. A oh, shot. I'm fine with that. Well, I don't know, man. You're too fancy when you, it comes uh, to drinking. Your segment on that bar in Belltown, what's it called? Uh, the Belltown. The one that's in the basement. Oh, you're talking about Screwdriver. Is that what it's called? Yeah. That's like, a cool place. Because of that place, we've gone a few times already. It's a cool place. They oh, do we actually, really hammered there like uh, three weekends well, ago. Well, that's actually one of the dive bars that do really good drinks. Yeah. Yeah. There's another one called The Mole in, Tam- and, in Tacoma. Oh, that's uh, too far. No, but the drinks there, <laughs> it's funny because it's a dive bar. I don't want to get shot. Well, no, no, no. It's actually cool. It does look, it does look, no, it looks, no, no. Trust me. I've never been in a dive bar and this is, I've been doing it for more than one year, going on two years now. Never been in one that I said I will never go back. Yeah. It looks, some of them look scary outside, but once you go inside, dude, it's like the people are so chill yeah. and it's like the neighborhood thing. But no, the mole. Is really, if you live in the in Tacoma, Wait, you already li- did that one, right? Yes. So you can look for the drinks no, there are insane. They're good for a dive bar. You yeah, can I've go. Seen you it. can go to Four Seasons and you won't get the same drink. You just get it like for like less than ten bucks, and then the Four Seasons you probably pay well, like twenty five. I think you're deviating from this deal. What is the deal you want? You want to drink cheap beer? I'll do the. Uh, I'll do the, the dive bar. I'll call myself Extreme Jose. I don't think the people will notice. Well, you and <laughs> you and me have have the cheapest Latino name. Because you're Carlos and I'm Jose. Yeah. How many people do you think would notice if I go on your segments and just say, hey, Extreme Jose here? I, w- I will tell you there will be some people, but I can also say that there will be people who probably won't even know. I don't think they'll know. You have to wear a hat, though. That's fine. Okay. They'll be like, Jose just happened to have gained 80 pounds. <laughs> no, but he's there. He has a hat. So, yeah. But yeah, he had a really tough, yeah, really tough couple of weeks. Uh, but no, we love that. So yes, you'll find Jose uh, f- uh, sharing and exposing people to new awesome dive bars, repelling off of stuff. It's a great. I I love that show. Yeah, it's a fun show. Though. It's I a learned great a lot show. about it. Yeah, I set my cable box to remind me seven thirty. That that's cool to though. put it on because we 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 tend to watch it 
almost every day. That's cool though. Like, and, and it's interesting because I hear a lot of people that do the same thing. And to be honest with you, I learn a lot. I mean, I live in Seattle already 13 years. Yeah. But you were to figure out in 13 years, you know everything. Yeah. No. I learn a lot of things through the show. Right. Like yeah. the, the show actually taught me, oh, wow, I'm going to take my mom to this restaurant. I'm going to take my brother exactly. to this restaurant. Oh, you wouldn't go on a date with a girl in that restaurant. And it's stuff that is in my neighborhood I never even knew. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. And the, I think that the chemistry that everyone has is awesome. I love, uh, I love Jim. Oh man! Actually, I'm hosting the show with Jim tomorrow. Are you? Yeah. Jim's funny. Jim is funny. Jim's it's, a fun guy. He's an easy guy to punk. Oh my god! Is he? Oh my god! I would have thought that Saint would be the one that gets his balls broken the most. No, but Saint is is Saint is a character. He's a really nice guy. He's learning Spanish. Is he? And he's getting really good at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he he he's doing, he started with a duolingo, and now he comes in and he thinks like he's a guy that will think something before he tells you something. Yeah, and he 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 brainstorm like what he's gonna <laughs> say. But he like we, I I help. He was hosting the show today, and I help, I went with him. Uh, uh, yeah, he he's the think like the thinker. He's always gonna think. Right. But he has character though. He's totally like he's he's a really nice guy and tall. Very tall, very <laughs> tall, ridiculous tall, like him and his whole family. Yeah, they're all tall. But uh, he's a nice guy. Jim is just like your bro that, that you want to punk all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to get tired, but I always try to come up with stupid stuff to punk him. <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> yeah. I've uh, I've asked him. I think I've only bugged him once. Like, I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. I, I should. I, it would be cool. Bug him twice. Bug him twice. You should. You Who bug- did? Who's the other? Why Michael. Can't I Michael. Yeah. Michael. I reached out to Michael too. Yeah. So I met all of you guys when you did the uh, the, the raps the here. That's Amore. Upstairs. Yes. Yes. Good place too, though. So I met you. So I did bug Michael to be on, and he actually said, "If you come to the studio, we can do it." Yeah. Yeah. He's he said that. Yeah. And at the time, I was I had this huge mixer, and I had this other interface, so I could take it portable but yeah. it would have been a pain in the butt yeah but uh through donations from the show because i have a donate button yeah on and on every show yeah i was able to get an, a, a much more portable friendly interface yeah so it's like okay now i mean i mean maybe like in a month or so i reached out to him i was like yeah i can i can bring it i can bring it yeah and then uh we'll 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 do one at the studio because i think that would be cool yeah he's actually he's a really funny guy too uh the thing is, Michael's that obviously he has like two young daughters and yeah. he wants to spend a lot of time with family. Yeah. So, so like he's the type of guy that as soon as he can to spend quality time with his family, he of would course. do, which I totally respect that. But he's a totally fun guy. I, I tease him every morning, too, saying that, oh, you're killing it, Michael. You're killing it. You know, <laughs> you're the king because his last name is Michael King. Yeah. So he's king. <laughs> hey, you're the king, man. You're the king. You're killing it. <laughs> yeah, so I need he, to get down there. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, somehow weasel my way yeah. into uh, creating a position for myself because I think that yeah. would be so much fun. Oh, yeah. When uh, when I was talking to Ellen and then they were, it was after you had done the April Fool show, which was yeah. Which was pretty awesome. Man, that was dope. Yes. I, I Like I said, you need to have, I need to, you need to somehow sneak me into these production meetings where yeah. you talk about these ideas. Actually, that's the one thing that we, we always think like, we should put, and I think there was thoughts about it. Uh, no, Jim talked about it too one time, but we were like, we should shoot the production meetings because sometimes it's even oh, yeah. funnier than the show. Right. Because it's the stuff that does that fails, it doesn't make it. Yeah. Like when we were doing that show that it was like, you know, April Fool's Day. All of us were thinking like, oh man, some people are gonna take like, for instance, I came up with this extreme like, <laughs> it was just stupid, and then uh, every, all of the stories were stupid. Like Michael King had this one that it was like, 
exercise the acting like you're falling and, yeah, and that, you the get trip a rope trip, trip something trip yeah something. it was ridiculous but <laughs> it was so funny how like everybody were like okay let's do it and, and we got a lot of people in it and i got a lot of kids that actually become really they almost sold the idea but we were then we were worried because we were like oh man but then they're gonna people are gonna think like we there's not it was so real like the yeah. joke became so real and it's a half an hour full show of just bs pretty much <laughs> That we were we were all worried as a team, thinking, oh, we don't want the viewers to think they're that we're lying to them, you know? Yeah. Because now we were worried, like, how many viewers will get the point that we're trying right. to make a joke? Yeah. Well, I'll admit, I did Google fish and tails or heads and tails. The restaurant. The did. Yes, you I did. did. So you you bought that one. Well, I, yeah, I looked for. It. I'm like, because you guys did it so. They had the logo. That we changed the logo of the restaurant. Yeah. And then the chef of the restaurant, like. It really came out like he actually the chef made it worse because he was like, oh, no. And it was a real chef, real restaurant. Yeah. We just changed the name of the restaurant. And then he said like heads and tails. And like all, the only thing he cooked was like the heads and the tails of the fish and stuff right. like that. And he was in it. On the ch- and he he created a meal. You did. He created a meal. You were, guys. Yeah. You, you guys fully sold it. Yeah. Yeah. Straight faced all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like after. So you like, were trying to go to the restaurant. Yeah. After like the second <laughs> after the second segment, I'm like, is that real? Real? Yeah. So yeah. I I checked. You know, I I go of course I googled it and I didn't I didn't see it and I'm like okay they're just goofing. Yeah. But I mean it, I had to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I had to do it. It was good. No, they the the uh, quality, the love, the passion that the team puts into that show is pretty amazing. We love it. Yeah. I think the secret is that in reality we we all everybody has fun in the crew. Yeah. And like it's 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 funny because whenever you have a hard day because at the end of the day it's a job. You, you think about it like, man, that this is way better. Like the King Five, we're so proud of like evening ourselves, our crew, that everybody else in King Five is dope. But like, we were like, oh no, we're, we're evening. And we always joke jokes for stupid stuff. <laughs> and so, yeah, like definitely, like it would be fun to have like a camera that shows what goes behind the scenes. Yeah. Because a oh, lot people of people love that stuff. Yeah. Like, a lot of times it's even funnier than what it makes it on air. Yeah. Because it's like all of us being real. But keep in mind, like, this is a show that's been 30 years. Right. You know, and, and, all these guys known forever. Like I only be there for I only been there for three years, and I feel like I'm friends with with all of them. But right. these guys, they saw the kids grow. You know, like they know their kids, they know their families. You know, so it's like it is really like a big family thing. Yeah, sure. it's awesome. Yeah. So definitely tune into that. Um, what else did you, do you have? Anything else to plug? No, man. Just uh, do you want I, people to follow you? Why not? Follow me on my way home anytime. <laughs> get your get your autograph. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I will do like that one boxer to like sign everything for you. I'll yeah. do that. No, what Andre. I would say if they if they're out there and they see me, come and say hi. That's okay. the one thing. Like, yeah, I'm on social media and stuff like that. But for me, is the the plus is when somebody comes and say hi. Hey, says, you're hey. extreme, Jose. Like, I'm down. If well, I'm in a gonna... bar, let's drink a beer together. If you see him in the street, stop me and say hi, and I'll say hi. Well, now they're going to say, hey, I heard you on the CZ Media Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> say hi. <laughs> be like, you're that guy who was on that podcast. Yes, exactly. You we have didn't, to talk we, to Carlos. We didn't get to see your face, but you were talking to Carlos. Yeah. Oh, they'll see your face. Yeah, okay. I need it. So um, I'll put you on the spot here. Mm-hmm. But have you seen any of the things that I post on the show's Instagram? Uh, I saw, I've seen your Instagram. I've seen a lot of your podcasts, but it it's like a drum video. 
No. You, you have like a drone. It's in YouTube. Like you have this drone flying around. Like when I saw Ellen. Well, that's right. Well, that's when I. So I used to. I don't do that anymore because it's too much of a pain. I knew you were going to change that. <clears throat> yeah. That's a lot of work doing that. Yeah. You, you know what you should do? You should put a camera here. Yeah. You already have like 40 of them. You should like. Do I only it. have one digital. <laughs> shoot. The, maybe I should shoot this on you this should, film camera. Yeah. Like, oh, that would be dope. Like, if you do like like old school, or like, like, yeah. Each show would cost like, me like, $300 to produce. No, but not film, but maybe like those like beta tapes or like. Oh, I have one of those too. Oh, mini. What a mini where camcorder. Where is where, where, That's holy cow. Where is it? I do have one. I have a Sony uh, handheld cam. That would be chill. But then, no, seriously, you should record this, and then you can have the video. Yeah, I've been thinking about that, but I'm fat. Don't worry. And I slouch. Don't worry. And I don't wear shoes. That's fine. That's part of the, that's part of the gig, <laughs> No one man. wants to see me. That's part of the gig. Uh, no, but what I do is I take the face of my guest, and then I f- yeah. do a poor Photoshop. Yeah. Like, that's my shtick. Yeah. Although with Ellen, I actually, I spent a lot of time on Ellen. Um, I think I saw Ellen's one. I did. I put uh, Ellen's face on what's her name? Uh, Futurama, Futurina. Oh, really? The is it on your Instagram? Yeah. Okay, because I saw the one that you did last time, which is the wine guy. And yeah, I didn't do a great job. I just put him on some grapes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're creative, buddy. You're creative. The, no, I put her on. I put her oh, and me I did on, see that. Yes. Yes. On um, yes. Uh, what's that movie called? Mad Max. Yeah, ma- yes, I saw that one. I did that. So like that's like I did a good job. Yeah, that one you you really work on it. Although I felt a little bit weird because I totally uh Facebook stalked her uh-huh. to find a picture where she was like, sideways like facing that way. Oh dude, I got one <laughs> in my camera that I put from the five star diver today. That's in black and white, but check it out. Look at that. I look so happy in that picture. Ooh, yeah, send that to me. Okay. Or did you post it? I haven't posted. I'll send it to you. Send it to me, and then I'll uh, Photoshop it on something. Yeah. But I'll probably... I look super excited. So you got to make it like a cheesy car commercial. Like, make something like very cheesy. Or it could be like a taco shop. No, I know what I'm going to (laughs) do. A taco shop will be fun because we are two Latinos. A taco shop? Something like a trucker, uh, like taco truck no i'm thinking photoshop your head on the tom cruise body as he's Ooh. repelling oh he's good oh that's right make fun of the villain there you go yeah you see you i'll do that and then i'll try to find one where like the other character the other actors are and then i'll photoshop my head onto that yeah maybe you you're like in a helicopter yeah it'll yeah. be something action yeah it had to be because an you're because you're extreme so That'll it'll be, be dope. or on a boat yeah and maybe sneak in a beer mug or in there. like put your head on the sale of a boat. Oh, you can put my head in a, in a beer logo too, though. I love cheap beer. <laughs> Gotta make make sure that it's a cheap beer. That's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. Thank you. I man. appreciated you the ton. Time. So again, you can see Jose on Evening Magazine, seven thirty in Seattle on Channel Five. Yeah, you thought about it. Didn't I did. You? Channel okay. Five. King Five. King Five. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, definitely stay tuned because he's going to be doing more crazy stuff on going around the world. You want to do it on no. a boat? I thought you want to talk about horror films later. Next we, time. we should. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Make it spooky. Oh, Halloween. Well, well yeah, then I can uh, talk. to. Yeah. No. Uh, plan one. I need to we help me weasel my way to get a job. Yeah. With you. Yeah. That's what you want. Even if it's just wifey like. told me that. Yeah. Wife is like. <laughs> even if it's just like. Taking coffee. She was like, bro, this this guy's been spending all our money on cameras. Can you get him a job that he can use one of those 40 cameras? 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they would probably want a more efficient workflow. Yeah. Than yeah. This, yeah. But we'll start from there. So, yeah. So check him out on the show. Um, and thank you again. I super yeah, appreciate it. It was dope. Follow us on social media. CZ Media Podcast uh, on IG and Facebook. Uh, listen to the show. CZMediaPodcast.com. And you can also find me on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and iTunes. I, I, think, I don't know. And iTunes. Yeah. So you can find me everywhere or listen on the podcast. Oh, just Google his last name. Yeah. He's, oh, you know. Well, no. Some, some guy sent yeah. me an email the other day saying, I want to uh, start a business and have it called CZ Media. Uh-huh. So I was like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to change my name? Oh, but like he's just going to open it. He's like, bro, can you change yeah. your name? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like I said, what exactly do you what want is, me what to do? do? What do you mean by asking <laughs> me that question? Yeah. So do that. And then uh, uh, if you could be so nice to click that donate button, uh, it helps me upgrade the stuff and uh, and just keep the show going. So, so it can be portable. That's remember. right. Yeah. That, well, that you know, more opportunities. <laughs> uh, so thank you, everyone, for listening. And thank you. Say adios. Adios. <laughs>